Oh, my fucking eye, dude. <laughs> oh. You're right. Fuck. What, you eat some lemon? Come on, pour us some lemon. <laughs> we good? We, we recording? We, we are on? recording. Oh, fuck. All right. Episode 24 of Suplex Biddies. We're back. My fucking eyes beat yeah. red. Beat red like my face right now. Suplex Biddies, 2-4. Chris Jones, Diego Galvez, Andrew Hunter. We're here. Big show tonight. Brought to you by Couch Guy Sports. Make sure you use the internet one time. Make sure you're checking them out because to the moon, Couch Guy Sports is going, and you don't want to miss it. Also, 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 big shout out to our sponsor today as well, Exogun. Make sure you go to exogun.com. When you go to checkout, use the code CGS10. That's C as in Chris, G as in Galvez, Galvez. S as in Stocks, because we talk about stocks in this podcast. Just kidding. Stocks. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. My door, my door just randomly opened, and I was like, "What? Ghost. The, the ghosts? <laughs> Big time ghost in this house Huge right now." Huge spook. Um, but no, we're back. So that's CGS ten, actuallyvent.com, ten percent off. Uh, comes with a carrying case. Trust me, it's massaging moments notice. You desperately want it in your life. Real quick, fellas, how are we doing? Hey, I, I'm I'm good. Doing how good. Are you? How are you? Um, how, how are you? Oh, now the door's closed. So you're the fucking ghost, dude. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> all right, so we got a good good show today. First off and foremost, we're gonna talk all out. All out is a week from when we are recording, which is currently Sunday night, the 29th. All out is Sunday, September 5th. And confirm. Right, Mass Jones, September 5th. Yep, correct. Good job. Um, Hanuman and I will be in attendance, so this is going to be this is, good, this is going to be good, especially because we bought these tickets before one big name came on the card, and the ticket prices have skyrocketed since. Yeah, <laughs> if we so, happen to fall upon some hard times, we can sell those bad boys and listen. Be pretty, be pretty good. I think Hanuman, I won't lie to you. I think we can easily make a three thousand dollar profit right there. <laughs> Honestly, you're probably right. In total. <laughs> but let's dive in. There's a big, big, big card so far. We got 10 matches on the card so far. Potentially one more added. I don't know for sure yet, but let's talk about it right now as we speak. And let's start off. The first thing I'm going to start off with is the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale, with the AEW Women's Championship title match for the future. So far, we have Nyla Rose. We have Thunder Rosa. We have The Bunny. We have uh, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Ty Conti, Red Velvet, and then there's 12 women that are still to be determined. So, fellas. Oh, so 12 spots? Yes, still oh, 12 wow. spots. Ruby Riot, baby. It's coming. Ruby Soho, please get it right. She uh, hasn't debuted yet. You don't know that. Well, I, I know what her name is. It's Ruby Soho. It's not Ruby Riot anymore. That's, that's as dead as Braun Strowman. Speaking of Braun Strowman, did you guys, before we even talk about this, did you guys see the rumor with Braun Strowman? Yeah. No. TNA. Ooh. Gonna be he the got, Titan. He got, ready for this? He got um, an offer from AEW to climb. And now <laughs> they're they're setting him up for Braun for glory, which is bound, their, their pay per view, but it's it's bound for glory, not Braun. So they just. Yeah, Scott they, D. They, more like tweeted that or said it or something. It was just Braun being idiots. Being idiots. All right. Dude, that's a, if, the, if he goes to TNA, that's big for them. It's, it's big like, time. That's, for them. that's the biggest Agreed. name they could get. 
Like it's him versus Moose would be a fucking slugfest. Throw Moose in those sun, please. You know what? Stick it out, man. I don't like Moose. All right, twenty-one woman can see no battle royal. Let's let's stay on topic here. Yeah, Jones. Start, I don't know, right, fucking Jones. You Fuck. fucking loser, dude. <clears throat> Hardman. Yeah. Who do you think is winning the Casino Battle Royal? Nyla Rose, unfortunately. Ugh, why? Of, of the people that have been announced, they've they've reestablished that she's being pushed again and she wants the title back, yada, yada, yada. So usually every, like, three, four months, they give her a little push, make her look dominant. And then she's... Doesn't mean anything. It, it does. It does. Uh, so of the people that's been announced, I'm going to pick her. But I think it's going to be one of the surprises. Could be Soho, you know? What other surprises could, be, could, could, could we be, see? Could be the uh, what? What are the, I know they just rebranded as well, but Peyton Royce and uh, or Cassie Lee and Clinic. I forget what their new thing is, but they also what? I don't know if they're no compete is up, but it very well could be because I think it all is up on like the thirty first. Like there's a whole mess of people yeah. that can show up right now, so it's mm-hmm. very very exciting. Cassie Lee definitely could be one of them. Um, you know who I just wouldn't be surprised just because it's AEW. Um, what if we finally saw um, Tessa Blanchard finally make her reemergence onto be, the scene? That would be huge for them. She so also, I mean, just shout out to uh, Awesome Kong who retired last night at NWA Power, had her last match, and uh, had a nice little heartfelt moment with Gail Kim, who's her most uh, prominent opponent over the years, back from their TNA Impact days. So cheers to her. Thanks for all the entertainment and best of luck. But she won't be in the Battle Royal, so. I would Good like to, know. to see, yeah. I'd like to see uh, Blanchard would be great. I don't know. I feel like they're gonna have some uh, some impact wrestlers on there as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, if they they could even bring over some people from New Japan, the way yep. that whole thing works. Like, if, I don't mm-hmm. even know who you. I mean, you could see Maki Ito show back up because everybody loves her. <laughs> All right, Mr. Galvis, what are we thinking? I'm thinking, I'm thinking Thunder Rosa. Unfortunately, I think that's the winner. Why? Unfortunately, I would, I would love Thunder Rosa. He's very good. I don't know. I just feel like her getting another shot at, at a time where you could expect I, more people to get debuts and mm-hmm. get get going. I don't know, but it's it's a a a w so could be expected to be Thunder Rosa here. They really need to up the ante on their women's division. Like agreed, and. And how they'll do it is as followed. If Ruby Soho comes out, I have a strong feeling that she will win it. But based off of the names that are on this, I'm actually going to go Ty Conte. Oh, she up and coming, and she's looked pretty good since um, uh, what uh, MJ went down with an injury. So I think I think she's got some serious potential. I think her versus Britt would be a phenomenal match. Yeah. I believe she was feuding with us uh, or has a little feud going on with Allie or the bunny. Is that her? Is it the bunny? Now? Yep. The bunny. And I think she lost. So that's always one of those things. Sometimes it's like a misdirect and they lose before the pay-per-view. So maybe she'll come out on top, but well, she's another one an up and rising star. She's super young. She's got years ahead of her. She wants to do this. So I agree. That's another great name. So hopefully she at least gets some cool moments. I wouldn't even hate like a Penelope Ford. Yeah. Yeah, like just just a couple names. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. We got a plethora of single matches we have to talk about. So uh, the first one we're going to talk about is uh, Paul White, which is the Big Show versus QT Marshall. Is that who that is? Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was Captain Insano. 
Catching Shino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, let's make it short and sweet. There's no way they bring Paul White to wrestle just to put QT Marshall over. Paul White, <laughs> big win. Yeah, no more BS, bro. No, it's not happening. Paul White? <laughs> Paul White, yeah, has to be. And then QT plays that role of like, as much as he doesn't do anything for me, I think he's very good in his role of like the, the cocky, hypocritical heel. And he always has the facial expressions that just like he plays the role well, but he's going to get his butt whooped. And the factory is probably all going to get their butt whooped as well. So you'll see a little bit of, you'll see a, who's the, what the heck is the, the big hairy man? Uh, Aaron Solo or yeah. Camarado? Camarado. He'll probably get in there and square up with him and try to like scoop slam. It's not going to work, but whatever. Definitely Paul White. I don't need, we don't need to talk about that one that much. I'm sorry. Well, I need, to, I need to know what Diego thinks. Yeah. That's what I was waiting I'm going with Paul White as well. I don't think you 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 bring him in to get beaten up by QT Marshall. That's that's just not what you do. No. I agree with that 100%. All right, let's move on. Next one on the card, looking from what I see, we got Pac versus Andrade El Idiolo. With Can we Chavo talk Guerrero about Jr. Andrade a little bit? Yeah. I feel like he's been bad. He's shit. Yeah. He was shit at WWE. He's, he's just like... Here. Even like they, a lot of people were criticizing him for his match with Omega at AAA uh, a couple of weeks back when Ric Flair showed up and everything like that. They're saying like he doesn't seem to like care. He doesn't seem to necessarily want to put on good matches. And it's like, I feel like his whole thing has been underwhelming. Like I'm huge. I love seeing Chavo Guerrero back on screen. Big Guerrero's back. But he just, I don't know. I feel like he's got to figure something out because he's just, he's not moving the needle at all. Compared to all the other, you know, former WWE guys that have come in, he's made the least amount of impact, I feel like. So I hope this is like his coming out party, so to say, and he has a banger with Pac. But like, what the, the whole point of this is to have the Lucha Bros become like his clients, but they're not even involved or in a whole other thing that's separate. So like, I don't know. It just feels like he's hasn't necessarily lived up to his potential, which has seemingly been, uh, you know, <laughs> what's gone on his whole career. So hopefully this is a big moment for him. But I'm, what do you guys think? Do you guys think he's done? Like, are you disappointed? Like I am. Or? Um. I just think the way that they've booked him so far, it's it's been a little bit questionable. Obviously, I like the Chavo Guerrero aspect of bringing him in, but I think he is now set in stone on doing whatever he has to do to be in the same wrestling company again as his girlfriend, fiance, whatever the fuck their relationship is nowadays, Charlotte. Okay. So I think – Right now, if it looks like he doesn't give a shit, I think he's just going through emotions that are putting him in this situation where I'm not having the quality of matches that I know I can have. But at the same time, I need to fig- I want to make sure that my personal life doesn't get affected by this X, Y, and Z and all mental shit as well. Maybe but why I- he hasn't been around as much, trying to like make sure he's yeah. not too far away and all that. Yeah, right. Very logical. Good call. That's what – but. And that's why I'm taking him to beat Pack. <laughs> but I'm taking I'm taking him to beat Pack because I think Travel Guerrero helps him. I don't think Andrade beats him clean. I just think Travel does the Guerrero thing, helps him cheat to win, and mm-hmm. we start doing we start seeing this trend from Andrade a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Andrade as well because it feels like he definitely needs the win to get established. Uh, Pack definitely can afford a loss. You know, he was just in the main event of like the last pay per view, I believe, with uh, Orange Cassidy and Omega. So mm-hmm. he's. Coming down the card a little bit, but he can definitely take an L, especially if there's cheating involved, and it sets up more run. So maybe Chavo will get in there again. He's probably still got some left in the tank. 
But uh, yeah, I will stick with Andrade as well. Mr. Uh, Mr. Gals? Yeah, I'm sticking with Andrade as well. I think uh, much to what Andrew just said, you know, back getting the opportunities that he's been getting, the matches that he's been getting. Um, I just, I don't know. I think, I think Andrade needs to come out of his comfort zone a little bit and kind of really give people um, something to actually invest in, invest in <laughs> and, and, and want to watch him because WWE, like I said, he wasn't all that great. If it wasn't for Selena Vega, he wouldn't be the character that he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here in AEW, it's just like, you got Penta, you got Ray Phoenix and all these guys trying to help you out and you're not doing anything. Uh, yeah, imagine having all those guys there for you trying to help you get over and it's just this is what bizarre. we're talking about <laughs> yeah um to, to just go off topic of, of him and selena vega i still to this day think he was one of the more underrated champions that nxt has ever had with her uh, by his side as the mouthpiece yeah. everything absolutely his nxt run definitely seemingly is like the peak of how he's been able to get to because mm-hmm. even back then before he became nxt champion he talked about how he wanted to leave i think he even might have even asked for his release he was like i don't want to fucking be here and then triple h talked to him he's like hey we're going to give you this like show us why you're here and then he ran with it and had a good run as you said so maybe he just needs to get that little kick in the butt again or something i don't know all right let's move on to the next one uh john Moxley. john Moxley is taking on a member of the new japan roster not one that uh, any of us saw. Kojima. Satoshi Kojima. Yep. Didn't, did, didn't think this was the one that Moxley was going to get, but hey, I don't hate it. Let's, let's, let's hear thoughts. Moxley is definitely, I think, going to take the win because he's currently – they were saying that like his attempts to like call out Tanahashi and everything like that is going to lead to the match. Like – they don't want to give it to him right away, and maybe other New Japan stars are going to step up to fight in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing them two go at it because this is another you know legend from New Japan. That how mm-hmm. how often are you going to see this guy wrestle in America? Mm-hmm. Like I got super lucky. I saw Juice and Thunder Liger wrestle in fucking Lowell, Massachusetts, like four years ago before he retired. So it's like this is another one of those just cool moments. I'm sure it'll be a great match. It won't go too long. Uh, I can't remember the name of the guy who reversed for the U.S. title back on dynamite a bit back but that was um fucking oh what's this fucking name you can get to but i think it's another one of those ones it's going to be a big and even tony khan actually talked about this recently on a forget what radio show he was on or a podcast uh he was very openly uh just thinking or thanking moxley for joining them and believing in them and saying he is fully intent like he's in their full plans going forward for years so this is just going to be another one of those. He's one of your top guys. It's a little side thing for him to do. In the meantime, you end up getting a dream match with him and Tanahashi probably down the line. Who knows when? But uh, I'm going to stick with Moxley for now. And I kind of like the crusade. Because anytime you can get more New Japan guys, it's freaking awesome. Because their style is so different from what we're used to. Eugene Nagata. Yep, like, Nagata. That's the one. All right. Mr. Mr. Calvis, Moxley, or are you taking the 50-year-old legend in New Japan? <laughs> No, I'm going with Moxley. I, I I've always been a, a big fan of him. I, I like what he's been doing here. Um, it's a fun little match to watch. Actually, I kind of, mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested to watch it. But I think, uh, yeah, I, I I'm riding with Moxley. No, no rhyme or reason for. It. Just, I think it's self-explanatory. Yeah, he's a lun- he's a lunatic. 
<laughs> you know what the lunatics do? They kick the shit out of 50-year-olds. That's it. It's true. Plain and simple. True. All right. Let's move on to the TNT Championship. We have Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Me, I want to hit. It's kind of a oh. tough one. Like, I really think it's going to be Miro because I don't think he's quite run his uh, – I don't know. He hasn't quite used up his run as the champion yet, but they tend to do those little swaps and potentially boost him up to the main feud with like, whether it's Omega or Christian cage who leaves the pay-per-view. Uh, so he, I think it's going to be, I think it, I'm sticking with me or I'm not going to, it'd be awesome to see Kingston just cause he's just, every time that dude talks, you're just like, Oh, I like this every single time. Every, he has a promo that silver tongue, all that good shit. So, it's kind of, I'm just still surprised these all these matches seem to have gotten announced rather late. So like I'm still yeah. excited. I'm still excited for everything, but it's like because of all the surprises, like the punk stuff and everything like that. It's like they waited to announce everything else and put all their dominoes in that court. So like I'm still excited for this show. I think it's going to be great, but it feels like a lot of these are a little bit lackluster in their build from what we're used to for AEW. No, I I definitely agree with you there. Um... I just feel like they were so focused on the first dance and that was where all their hype was going towards. And for, for very much so reasons, we've seen why and, and we've seen what it's done for them. Mm-hmm. But having the car now, excuse me, I'm yawning. <sighs> having the car now, what it looks like, um, it's, it's for me, it's a little harder to um, get excited because I've, been looking for this pay per view for months now, and I haven't gotten an update until like this past Wednesday yeah. on what the card was going to look like. You know what I mean? So it kind of mm-hmm. feels like some of it was just thrown together. But with that being said, I think Miro beats Eddie Kingston. I think this is going to be a fantastic match. Um, but I don't think he's dropping the title just yet. There's no stipulation on that match, right? Nope. Because their two styles seemingly would benefit from like a street fight type of stipulation mm-hmm. where they can start wailing on each other with chairs or kendo sticks, whatever it is. So maybe we'll see something like that added this week if they do more of the because he Miro beat up what Fuego the other day and Kingston came out and said, hey, I'm sick of this. And then ran in and they started brawling and they did the whole referee break apart to get everyone hype up, hyped up. So I, don't know, I hope they I hope they add something because I feel like if they just have a regular singles match, it's really it could be a little underwhelming. Diego? I'm going with Miro. I think uh, I think basically much of what you guys have said. Not, not much for me to add on there. Sorry. I'm going to let you go first next time. I keep talking too much. Nah, you good. Oh, what else is new? Classic. Classic. I talk too much on. <clears throat> what? All the right. Podcast. Let's move into the bigger names of the card. Let's talk steel cage match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. You have the Young Bucks, the champions, versus the Lucha Brothers, Penta, El Ciero, Miedo, and Ray Phoenix. Diego. You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I'm picking Penta. <laughs> Lucha. 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 <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it has it's, nothing to do with Diego Heritage. It's 100% that just because Penta is one of his favorite wrestlers. They're just so and, fucking good. <laughs> and every time that I pick them, they just do good. So, did you, did you see their fucking match with Jurassic Express on Rampage? Yeah, like how, how, how the fuck was that on free TV? 
I don't know. Like we're fucking spoiled half the time. I don't know. Every time they go out there, it's it's fucking incredible. What do you think, Jones? I'll I'll go last on this one. Well, let me be honest with you. This title reign for the Bucks has been a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit long. I think I think we're about to see it come to a close finally. And I think they're gonna get their month off that they desperately need to recover. Hopefully, whatever Jackson has the. Uh, the ACL in- injury can finally go get it fixed. I believe it's Matt. So Matt can go get that fixed properly and let the Lucha Bros run the tag division for a little bit. So I'm saying Lucha Bros. And I'm going to go even bolder, and their first title defense should be against Pride and Powerful. That's another match that's going to be awesome on Wednesday. FTR versus them. After Cash Wheeler fucking almost lost mobility in his hand. Yep, they're back. Uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go with the Bucks just because I don't think they're gonna drop it just yet. I think there's gonna be a big moment with the Dark Order and Hangman at the next pay per view if that's how they're still gonna go about Ooh. everything. So I I would love to see the Lucha Bros win, and if they did, I wouldn't be surprised because as you said, this reign's been going on for a while. Maybe this could be the slow decline for the Elite where they first lose the titles. Maybe they go away because they get hurt for a little bit. I mean, a steel cage match is a good reason to write somebody off. Maybe yep. he gets his ass kicked, you know. So I'm going to stick with the Bucks for now because I still think you're going to get the Dark Order winning the titles leading into Hangman winning the world title and you'll get a nice big heartfelt moment. Well, can I, can I, can I let you in on a little secret or why I don't think it's going to happen? Sure. Um, so Kenny Omega, Christian Cage, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but uh, what the fuck is it? Hangman's getting advertised his hometown in November. Yep. That's the big time. That's when I think he comes back. Okay. There right. And there's going to be a big feud with Kenny Omega, and it's not going to involve um, Hangman Page when he comes back. I'll dive into it a little bit more when we get into this. Nope. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 All right. Uh, let's go to the women's title match. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Chris. Chris Statler. Versus... You forgot. No, I didn't. You interrupted me. There's, there's a difference. There's a difference between interrupting and forgetting. Forgetting, I did not do that. Say interrupting is what you did. Say it. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Chris Statler for the AEW Women's Championship. Good job. Oh, fuck you, Diego. Go first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, man, you two are fucking nuts. Um, can't put, can't put the two, two, two people in the same room. Doesn't work. I mean, I think I, I actually like what Britt Baker has been doing with the uh, women's division here at AEW. So I'm going with her. I like, I like how she's elevating the game there. Um, she's done a really good job ever since she's taken over, um, that role. Um, don't get me wrong, though. I expect it to be a nice and physical match because um, Chris Stat- Statlander. Statlander, thank Statlander. you. Statlander. Yeah. Um, she, she's shown to, you know, be able to trade blows left and right and, and be as physical as possible. Um, and I think it would be a good match for Britt Baker to get under her belt and, and win as well. I'm sick this, is also a bit, this is also a big one for... Uh, Chris Statlander as well, because this is her first um, women's championship match, I believe, 
in AEW. I could be wrong. She might have had one before um, she tore her ACL. She, I believe she, but, yeah, she got hurt before she got the chance to. But. Okay. But she's definitely, since she's come back, she's been on a tear. Oh, yeah. And I think that Chris Statlander uh, is going to get some recognition here, but I think Baker ends up retaining. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> the next one. I'm going to I'm gonna do something different here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick back. Uh, I'm going to put my feet up. Because you fall is, out of the chair. Do the bit. This is I told you so. Ah. Chris Jericho versus MJF. And if Chris Jericho loses, he will retire from in-ring competition in AEW. Hunneman, Diego. Yes. yes. I've been saying this for months. Hey, I agreed with you the second you said it, man. I've been saying this for months. And boy, it feels damn good to be right. <laughs> All right. Carry on. That hurt? A little too stretchy for you? No, we're good. Yeah. A little limber? Yeah. We're good. All right. So what do we think, boys? I'm thinking MJF retires. Jericho wants him for all. (laughs) Dude, I I, uh, I don't want Jericho to retire yet. I don't know if he he could, clearly, because he's he's old. You know, he's older. He's still got a lot left to give, but – uh, I really don't know who to choose, but I, I got to go with MJF just based on how the storyline's gone. And that's Jared, why, we, that's uh, why we, all, with him. we talked about it on this show. It's like they even seemingly had the retirement tour for Jericho. He got to have, have his death match versus Vitu Guerrera, all that stuff. So there'll be some shenanigans. I think there's going to be an open-ended uh, finish to the match where he doesn't lose officially cleanly. But due to the stipulation, he has to retire. But he may still come back at some point. Uh, I'm going to stick with MJF, but good job calling this one, Jones. It was The writing was on the wall, as they say. Every time this guy gets credit, goddamn. No, it's just this one in particular. Just because I've been, <laughs> I've been speaking this into existence for months. This is, this is, not, this is not like when uh, Hanuman and I called Big E to win Money in the Bank. This was this is this is this is even better than that. Because this is something that I came up with in my stupidity of a head. No, it's called a rub, Jones. It's a big rub for MJF. Huge rub. <laughs> but let's be honest here. Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho's in-ring competitive competitive career is going like this. <laughs> down the tube. Is, is it sinking? Oh, okay, down the tubes. Okay. MJF. <laughs> Let's move in. Uh, imagine the promos when he just gets to talk about how he retired Chris Jericho oh. every week when Jericho's sitting there on commentary, flipping him off, saying, fuck you, MJF. You know uh, what that's going to be like? It's going to be a better version of when Baron Corbin did the promos of saying he retired Kurt Angle. Happy Corbin. <laughs> I'm all I'm all in on Happy Corbin, by the way. We'll get into that. We're talking about all elite. Speaking of the potential co-main event of AEW, all out. Darby Allen, which Sting is taking on the one, the only, no longer the the voice of the voiceless. That's retired. Best in the world. Maybe. C. And where are you going? Punk. <laughs> okay. Darby Where's, Allen, we need the CM background. Punk. Let's go. 
Who you got? I'm picking Darby because fuck a return. <laughs> oh my I, I'm saying it because I think I think I I clearly do think Punk is gonna win. But if there was uh, one of those things, it's his first match in seven years. Darby's been going out there every week. He could maybe reclaim and call himself the best in the world. It'd be tough to have him lose in his hometown. It's this isn't a Vince McMahon thing where you just can't go over in your hometown because that used to be a thing forever. But if uh, if Darby won, I feel it could be a bit of a shock, and then maybe Punk could ease off from this fucking happy go lucky look at me i'm happy to be here punk and maybe get a little bit of that edge back into the heel version where he's just kind of more angry about things i still think it's going to be cm punk but i'm going to say darby for the off fucking chance i'm right and then i can say ha ha i fucking told you so okay diego, would you let diego would you like to go would you like me to go how do you want to do this i'm going I'm okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm going for the best in the world, man. CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be fun to watch him get a get a win here. I know it's a return. He's probably got some ring rust and everything else in between, so it's probably not likely to happen. Um, but honestly, I would I I really wouldn't mind him to upset uh, Darby Allen here and kind of carry that momentum from there and. Finally, have some character to to work from from there because right now you know he's just he's just in the roster right now. He's just doing his thing, but he doesn't have something to to work off of. And I think winning here would would give him something there uh, to then see what we, what what he can bring to AEW. Is there um, is there is there some room in here to sprinkle in a heel turn for Darby and the Stinger? Yeah, maybe Sting. Does a little foot tap on Punk when he's doing a little run rope rope run or something like that, and gets a nice little not so clean win over the Punk man. Wouldn't mind that. Something. Um, I'm gonna go in a different direction here, and I think I think this is going to be the finish. And just because just, ever since they announced it, I could just. I could just see it. I could just envision it. Mm. Darby Allen's biggest one of his careers is against two. Cody Rhodes. I'll say he's had a lot of big ones. Cody Rhodes. He's beaten Cody Rhodes. Arguably his biggest one. Okay. For yep. the title. Yep. Him beating CM Punk clean would be the most wrestling thing I've ever seen. Logically, it would make sense. So for me, I'm I'm going Darby. I think they're oh. gonna push Darby to the fucking moon here, and this is exactly what I think is gonna happen. Darby's gonna beat CM Punk clean. Darby's gonna get the next title shot at Kenny. By the way, I just spoiled the main event for you. Kenny Omega's beating Christian Cage. Don't let anybody else fucking <laughs> tell you otherwise. I would riot. <laughs> In I'll person, t- I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. There's no fucking way in hell that Christian Cage is beating will, Kenny Omega for the AEW title. He's I will the jump off champion. the balcony. That's it. If this That's it. That's it. So I'm telling you this, and this is exactly what's gonna happen. Darby and Kenny are gonna face one v one. Whether it's two weeks after the pay per view at the Grand Slam in New York City, whether it's in a month on TV, there. Darby is going to be next in line for the one-on-one title match with Kenny Omega. 
And then, and then, this is where it gets good. There's going to be a man that comes out after the EW World Title match. I was about to ask you. You think it'll be after the World Title match or after Punk Darby? Because I feel like both are realistic possibilities. Because whoever wins the Punk Darby Darby match can be like, hey, look at me. I'm the best in the world now. And then, you know, fucking Flight of the Valkyries. I think think it's going to come up after Kenny Omega. I think it's going to be a fantastic way to close the show. Bold prediction, if it comes up before that, it's going to be because he's going to challenge Miro for the TNT title. That That is my bold take okay. on, on, on Brian Danielson right there. But what's going to happen, in my honest opinion, is that Brian Danielson is going to come out after the AEW World title match, which Kenny Omega wins, because we're talking about that now. It's the main event, Omega versus Christian Cage. Yeah, I'm giving Omega. my spiel real quick. Um, Brian Danielson will come, and then him and Kenny are going to have the face-to-face. Then... Worst comes to worst, you debut him there because the original plan was they were going to debut, debut him at that Grand Slam show mm-hmm. in New York, but with COVID scares, they pushed it up a little bit. So, doesn't mean you still can't have Brian Danielson in New York City make your faces at Kenny Omega because, mm-hmm. again, people forget Christian Cage, when he first came in, what was the first person he interrupted? It's Kenny Omega. A full circle, my friend. So what's going to happen is this. Either way, Brian Danielson is going to be a champion in this company within the next two two months. Really? Brian Danielson is going to be the one that beats Kenny Omega, I think. Really? And then you know what we're gonna get in his hometown book it. Brian Danielson, Adam Page, AEW title. That's gonna be on free television. When is that? In November. Oh, that's the one he's advertised for? Mm-hmm. His hometown, it's on a dynamite in November. Oh, shit. Okay. That's going to be the match. I'm calling it now. All right. I, I respectfully disagree because I still, oh. I'm, I'm holding out hope that Hangman's still the one to do it. So you know me. I'm not going to give up on that till it doesn't happen anymore. But I do, I think I'm very excited that they've seemingly pushed this up. And we've heard there's been potentially some more surprises to come. So you could have Adam Cole show up again. That's another name. Uh, and, and Danielson. Cole, I hope they wait and don't do both. Because that'd be a lot. But I think Cole spends another year in WWE. Really? I do. Everything I've read this past week is that he's, he's gone. Like, they took all his merchandise down. They put it on sale. He hasn't signed a new deal. Nothing. Yeah, it's been on clearance for a while now, too. Yeah. All right. Just, just, just my thought. So, Omega, Diego, do you have a, a, a different opinion? Do you think that Christian Cage is going to win? No. no. Okay. Nope. Yeah, it's got, it's got to be Omega. It's got to be Kenny. Omega. Um, but no, I have now put into my head different situations on how AEW can go with um, <clears throat> CM Punk, Brian Danielson with potentially fucking Bray Wyatt when he becomes available after October 30th. Oh, I can't wait for that. So excited for that, man. The one thing I'm going to need from AEW with that, Diego, you got to focus. There There it is. is. There's that handsome bastard. The one (laughs) thing, the first thing I'm going to need in AEW, right, is I'm going to need whatever Bray Wyatt's 
name is. I'm going to need him versus Matt Hardy in the creative one one v one. That's it. First thing we're off the bat. After that, after that, give me whatever. I'm in. I would like to see that as well. Do you know it's any, gonna be any, Wyndham or Carl Wyndham or something. Any surprises that we're uh, looking forward to in, in your eyes? Other than no, I, I mean, I just can't think of any, honestly. I can't think right. of any. Well, that is all out. So now we're going to move on to uh, WWE, which, by the way, first we're going to start with NXT, which I have a picture. It's mm-hmm. high on Triple H. You're watching the NXT channel <laughs> with the new <laughs> logo. Um, thoughts on the new NXT logo? It's okay. Nothing. Nothing all that exciting. It's colorful. It's it's different. I mean, I, a lot of people said it looks childish and stuff like that, but everyone's gonna critique anything WWE does. So at this point, they can't fucking win. Give it a chance. It seems like they're gonna make it more of like an alternative, potentially, I don't know, punk rock, alternate rock genre type thing. So like, I don't know. Give it a whirl. Is that is that logo starting this week? Did they say? Believe so. Yeah. So we'll see what they do with it. It's it's very colorful and it's bright. Maybe it's to draw in the attention of us simple-minded fools on cable television. But you know, I don't know. All right, but real quick. So let's talk about N- NXT Champion Smojo really quick. What are your thoughts on his challenges? What do we think? O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, LA Knight. Somebody different? What are we? Th- what are we thinking? La Knight for the first one, I think. At least I hope so. Because you imagine Joe's not going to be losing the title yet. He'd be the perfect guy to come in and put him over. And uh, the verbal interactions would be great because La Knight's fire on the mic, as we know. So is Joe. Uh, I'm gonna stick with him at while we get a little more of like maybe O'Reilly Dunn feuding over who gets the next you know chance, the number one contender match. But we'll see. It's a little backward because LA Knight's the only one that like lost on the pay per view, you know. Yep. But uh, so maybe they do like a triple threat and he, he like steals the win or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll stick with that. I don't hate that. Um, what about Diego? I was thinking LA Knight as well. Wouldn't mind him to be the first one to be confronting him. Mm-hmm. But the more that I think about it, I, I don't know. What what were the other options you had given earlier? Dial O'Reilly, Pete Dunn. Because those it's are just, the three that came just out those last three, week. right? Yeah. Okay. Those I are mean, the three that came out last week. Right now, I also wouldn't mind Pete Dunn, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind him to uh to kind of get into this push against Mojo and show him what he can do. Um Dunn is one of those one of those characters that has been um, good at showing people what he can do, and especially in these kind of circumstances. Yep. Um, when he challenges, he challenges hard. And I think um, for what NXT is trying to do, I think Samoa Joe could use a hard challenge right now. And I think Pete Dunn would be that person to do it. Allegedly, Pete Dunn also has resigned recently, correct? So this could be one of those. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. you just resigned. Here's a reward. Get some yep. TV time and a push. So well, definitely I think viable. I think Pete Dunn's going to get a bunch more TV time because they now have 
that faction back with um, nope with oh, um, Birch, Birch and Lord Virgin Bojanorni Birch is back um, and at, they're adding Rich Holland to fill in the Pete Dunn role that he was playing for McAfee and now um, <clears throat> and then Pete Dunn is now in the role where he was going to be originally but because of the injury to Rich Holland he had a flip-flop and all that fun stuff so I think that could be one. And also another potential. We forget the NXT breakout tournament final was last week. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Hayes has a chance to face whatever NXT champion that he wants. So mm-hmm. that's the name that we can add to this mix as well. But I do think that they'll go Hayes versus Swerve Scott for yep. the um, NXT North American title. From a logic standpoint, too, I think that makes more sense. Because if you're Hayes... And you have the choice to pick someone. I even could see him going for Kushida because he's a smaller guy. So you got to start somewhere, maybe a little lower to get yourself in there. Because if you like, if you win and you're like, you know what, I want Samoa Joe, that's not going to go well. This is not going to go well for you. So I'd like to see him versus Kushida or Swerve Scott because we're still waiting on Legato Del Fantasma and all them to finish everything. Because that seems like they've been building that for. That's almost like it could be a freaking takeover main event at this point. Mm-hmm. How much they've put into it. But you, you imagine that that title match is coming with Escobar and Swerve think, in the next couple of weeks. I think my big thing is, um, like, Carmelo Hayes has, I think, some time. So I don't think right away he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. But I think that they'll have that. And then Carmelo Hayes will come up and be like, I'm next, this, that, and that for that. Because Kushida, I think we're still waiting on Kushida and Roderick Strong. Yep. Which yep. is, once That'll they figure out what they're doing with Diamond Mine, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, fucking, you know, Vince wouldn't release people that are involved in the fucking faction. That'd be great. But yeah. Yeah, we've already talked about that. All right. Let's move on to the last topic of the night. Friday Night SmackDown. Listen, we're not talking about that pitiful Monday Night Raw. I won't do it. SmackDown, <laughs> wasn't, Smackdown wasn't even that good this week. It wasn't good either. No. Yeah, I, I, I sat down and watched it from 8 to 10, and it was just like, it was yeah, average. It wasn't all that great. Yeah. Yep, I have well, to admit that. Hanuman, Hanuman, can I... Can I throw in a suggestion why it wasn't great for you? Sure. Because you know what you're getting next weekend at All Out Live and in person. Yeah, I know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but we have a new, so much Bullet Club stuff. We have a new challenger for Roman Reigns by the looks of things. And no, it is not Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Was he falsely advertised for SmackDown? Is that what happened? Because I, I could have sworn they mentioned Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar were going to be there. I believe so. And then Brock was not there. So. Surprise! <laughs> I'm not. Um, but again, another thing. Finn Balor comes back out. He's like, "Hey, scene is in the past. I'm right now. Let's go." And guess what? You know what it looks like it's gonna build towards? Extreme Rules. Oh, whoa. their match is next week. But it looks like they're gonna build the feud towards Extreme Rules. Is what I'm saying. I want to see them do something weird. So obviously, you have the world title match next week. I want to see them do a six-man tag with the Street Profits and Finn versus the family with, like, winner take all at Extreme Rules and, like, some fancy fucking stipulation match. I don't think that'll happen because it's a little too creative, but I agree. You're probably going to get this program for the next month or so. It's too creative for WWE's plug. Listen, (laughs) we're going to get the Street Profits versus the family, and then we're going to get Roman versus Finn in the paper. Those are two matches I'm I'm telling you right now. Get ready for Yeah, unless they decide to bring Brock back and toss him into Extreme Rules, which would just be cool. That's they're going to bring him back in Extreme Rules, but at the end of Extreme Rules, I still think I still think he's your Survivor Series guy. He's going to lose to Roman, and then once again, Roman's going to stand over him, holding the title, and then lo and behold, 
The Rock comes out because <laughs> he keeps doing know. it, and they're like, "Oh well, who the fuck is left?" And then there's always someone more. So, what are they doing for Crown Jewel then? Is Roman not going to Crown Jewel? Uh, if I was Roman Reigns, I wouldn't want to go. So, Diego, do you want to go to Crown Jewel? I am the Crown Jewel. Hey, I meant the yes. pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's for off camera talk, you bastard. No, I, I wouldn't even go if I was able to get to watch, I don't know, old school Triple H versus like The Rock or something. I don't know. I just, I, I wouldn't watch it personally. Okay. Um, well, listen, based off of what I think it's going to look like, I wouldn't watch it either. Because it looks like the co-main event is going to be Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg again, which nobody wants to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, do it so I can get that, that particle of dust far away from my screen. For possible. the record, I do like the little thing they did on Raw. Say it wasn't that great, but Sheamus and Priest being involved with Lashley now was a nice little touch. Because Sheamus and Lashley are going to have a great – if they have a couple matches, I wouldn't be mad. Because you know how W likes to run it into the fucking ground. So – uh, no, speaking of running into the ground, uh, let's see. Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, uh, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre and anybody over the last year um, besides Jinder Mahal. Um, yeah, no. Any, like, final thoughts on no. anything else wrestling related? It's, again, but- as always, it's an exciting time. All Out's going to be seemingly very hype, very awesome. Especially with the rumor that now Danielson's going to be there. So once again, AEW just keeps adding these fucking marquee names. And again, that show I alluded to that Tony Khan did earlier this week, he keeps talking about how he's going to be bringing in more and more people. Like he's openly said, like, I'm, I'm signing more people. So who knows who's next? Like we said, probably Bray Wyatt when he becomes available. Potentially Adam Cole if he doesn't go back to the WWE, which all signs point to that. And then obviously Danielson now seemingly getting moved up. They're they, I I just their company's just killing it right now, so I'm very excited to be a fan. Anybody else? Yeah, I think right now it's there's no question that that it is a very fun and definitely enjoyable time to be a, a wrestling fan. The other problem that I have with all these comebacks and all that stuff though is. As you're trying to develop storylines, you're really not developing anything of, of substance. And it almost feels as like all these returns are basically for, for nothing, just to create a hype, and that's about it. Um, an example, Becky Lynch's return, SmackDown this week, trash, absolute trash. Um, I didn't like what they did with the women's either. No, the women's division, it's... like that was just that, that was just a bogus thing put together. You got Selena Vega coming out to challenge for the title. She knows she, she hasn't, doesn't she hasn't deserve it. Won a match in like Carmel, a year. Carmella challenging for the title. Okay, maybe because you were the replacement for Sasha Banks, but still, you don't even deserve it. Um, Can we just ask where the fuck Tony Storm went? You know, she popped up on SmackDown, had a debut match, and hasn't been seen since. Like that'd be a great person to toss in somewhere. Every now and then, yeah. yeah. I just. I think all these comebacks and all that stuff, it's definitely worth it. Definitely gets the crowd going and whatnot. Now it's just a matter of realizing that your storyline writers are not doing their job correctly and that some, th- some shakeups need to be done along the way because 
at this point, you're wasting time, you're wasting money, you're wasting airspace um, to really bring really nothing of substance to the ground. Um, but other than that, I agree with what Hunnaman just said. I think it, um, all out's going to be fun to um, fun to attend, especially with all these things coming up for Tony Khan and, and the and the organization. That's great and all. Just my only fear is that that it's going to be much like WWE. All these great comebacks and all that stuff. Nowhere to go with them. So. Mm-hmm. Big, big. Their roster, I think, might even be bigger than WWE's at this point. Like, oh, easily. bigger than Raw. It's gotta SmackDown. be. It. I mean, it's they have. They have. I mean, all their their YouTube shows definitely help because people are still getting on. You know, getting views and everything. But you know, they got three hours of TV a week. They got two to three hours of YouTube content a week. So keep pumping out singles matches, tag team matches. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. They they seemingly have a working formula. So hopefully they can <clears> stick to it with all these new additions and not put a bunch of people on the back burner so we will see i also think one big thing that um could be a big help to them is all these signings that they're bringing in for the majority they're all men they need women in the, on this roster badly yeah they do the ones That's that are, they put on great shows like don't get me wrong don't get me wrong yeah but they just need more time mm-hmm. and they need, they need what, someone to get behind them that's what rampage is supposed to be it's supposed to be the show where people who aren't getting onto Dynamite get time. And right now, what they're doing with Rampage, and they've done for the first three episodes of it, is the Britt Baker one versus Red Velvet give Red Velvet some time. The CM Punk debut. And then you had the tag team title. Um, the tag team match for the winner goes to the tag team title match. That's, that's a pay-per-view. So you, you're building up stuff especially some some teams and people that we haven't seen but you mm-hmm. need to do it better and consistently that's the big thing if you do it like that the product is going to speak for itself plain and simple yep well with that being said we are the biddies that like to suplex Hahnemann, <laughs> diego jones signing off shout out couch guy sports thank you again make sure you use the internet one time shout out to our friends at exogun Make sure exogun.com. When you type in, type it in, go to check out CGS10. That's Chris Galvis Sports. Couch Ten. Guy Sports, same thing. 10. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. 10% off at checkout. Again, from the boys, we're signing off. And God forbid, we'll see you soon for episode 25. What's live stream from the pay per view? Yeah. We can't date or something. I know. I know. What, what a dickhead. <laughs>